Letter 42 of Letters of John Keats to His Family and Friends Edited by Sidney Colvin This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Nemo To John Hamilton Reynolds Tinmouth, Saturday, March 14, 1818 Dear Reynolds, I escaped being blown over and blown under and trees and house being toppled on me i have since hearing of brown's accident had an aversion to a dose of parapet and being also a lover of antiquities i would sooner have a harmless piece of herculaneum sent me as quietly a present than ever so modern a chimney-pot tumbled on to my head being agog to see some devonshire i would have taken a walk the first day but the rain would not let me and the second, but the rain would not let me, and the third, but the rain forbade it. Ditto fourth, ditto fifth, ditto. So I made up my mind to stop indoors, and catch a sight flying between the showers, and behold, I saw a pretty valley, pretty cliffs, pretty brooks, pretty meadows, pretty trees, both standing as they were created, and blown down as they are uncreated the green is beautiful as they say and pity it is that it is amphibious may but alas the flowers here wait as naturally for the rain twice a day as the mussels do for the tide so we look upon a brook in these parts as you look upon a splash in your country there must be something to support this ay fog hail snow rain mist blanketing up three parts of the year this devonshire is like lydia languish very entertaining when it smiles but cursedly subject to sympathetic moisture you have this sensation of walking under one great lamplighter and you can't go on the other side of the ladder to keep your frock clean and cosset your superstition buy a girdle put a pebble in your mouth loosen your braces for i am going among scenery whence i intend to tip you the damosel radcliffe i'll cavern you and grotto you and waterfall you and wood you and water you and immense rock you and tremendous sound you and solitude you i'll make a lodgment of your glacis by a row of pines and storm your covered way with bramble bushes i'll have at you with hip and haw small shot and cannonade you with shingles i'll be witty upon saltfish and impede your cavalry with clotted cream but ah coward to talk at this rate to a sick man or i hope to one that was sick for i hope by this you stand on your right foot if you are not that's all i intend to cut all sick people if they do not make up their minds to cut sickness a fellow to whom i have a complete aversion and who's strange to say is harboured and countenanced in several houses where i visit he is sitting now quite impudent between me and tom he insults me at poor jem rice's and you have seated him before now between us at the theatre when i thought he looked with a longing eye at poor keen 
i shall say once for all to my friends generally and severally cut that fellow or i cut you i went to the theatre here the other night which i forgot to tell george and got insulted which i ought to remember to forget to tell anybody for i did not fight and as yet had no redress lie thou there sweetheart i wrote to bailey yesterday obliged to speak in a high way and a damn who's afraid for i had owed him so long however he shall see i will be better in future is he in town yet i have directed to oxford as the better chance i've copied my fourth book and shall write the preface soon i wish it was all done for i want to forget it and make my mind free for something new atkins the coachman bartlett the surgeon simmons the barber and the girls over at the bonnet shop say we shall now have a month of seasonable weather warm witty and full of invention write to me and tell me that you are well or thereabouts or by the holy book cure which i suppose is the virgin mary or the repented magdalen beautiful name that magdalen i'll take to my wings and fly away to anywhere but old or nova scotia i wish i had a little innocent bit of metaphysic in my head to criss-cross the letter but you know a favorite tune is hardest to be remembered when one wants it most and you i know have long ere this taken it for granted that i never have any speculations without associating you in them where they are of a pleasant nature and you know enough of me to tell the places where i haunt most so that if you think for five minutes after having read this you will find it a long letter and see written in the air above you your most affectionate friend john keats remember me to all tom's remembrances to you end of letter forty two